Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hi, Andrew. Hi. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. What are you doing? Didn't mean to talk over you. You're always talking over me. Even now that we're here in person together, still talking over you. I thought it was because you couldn't see me. I thought so too. So you remember last week, Laudo wrote in to us to ask about whether you can be attracted to somebody. Yeah. Did we find somebody attractive but not be attracted to them? Uh huh. He wrote to me on Instagram and said he was really impressed about how I pronounce his name. And oh, and he doesn't think that I needed to have it spelt phonetically. I think he gave me too much credit. I don't think so. I think I was actually thinking the same thing about uh, your pronunciation. I just didn't say anything at the time. Yeah, but this is the same person who couldn't pronounce Comerica and said Comerica. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Not everyone's going to know what Comerica is, but it's a bank that I think is based in the Midwest. <laughs> and the first time I saw it, I was like, Comerica. <laughs> Good effort, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Um, happy Wednesday. Because you just posted a video? Mm-hmm. Mm, must be nice. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. It's the most stress-free part of my life these days, the immediate hours after posting a video. But I think you just make the stress in your head. Yeah, of course I do. So why should we all suffer? <laughs> do we all suffer? Yeah. So we should well, we you... should apologize, by the way, in advance in case there's more, uh, any banging in the background. Do you think there will be? There's banging right now. Yeah, but on the audio. Yeah, most likely there'll be banging. But it's either this or no podcast. Okay, it's this. That's what's it? Condominium living, ladies and gentlemen. Condominium. What did I say? Something all mumbled together. Condominium. That's what I said. Should, Condominium you should, living. You should have quit it. Lauro. Lauro. <laughs> it's not, there's no R. No? Laudo. Lauro. Laudo. Okay. Um, did we fully answer that question, by the way, on the last podcast? No, I gave you time to think about it. Did you think about it? A little. Okay, what, what are your new thoughts? Well, I don't know if I have new thoughts. Okay, what are your extended thoughts? Because <laughs> if it's unfinished, then there should be something to it, right? There's still more. So the question is, can people be attractive and you not be attracted to them? Yes. Did you leave the part in about how I said that men can be that way? Yes. So now you have no new thoughts? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so why do you think that you are always more stressed to make videos where you lost money? Mm, yeah. ne- you didn't promise the audience in the beginning, listen, guys, I'm bringing you winning poker sessions. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, if it's not a winning poker session, then you have to be really sad. Yeah, uh, I think there's like some personal stuff involved in that because... I've always wanted there to be in my life like professional progression and I never wanted to like stagnate at any one like poker stake or at any one sort of like position or whatever it may be. The The channel continues to like to grow and stuff and I guess like we continue to grow as a team and personally and all those things, all those great things. Um, but yeah, like the losing poker sessions just 
bother me because uh, like in the vlog, I think I'm still playing the same stakes that I've been playing for like a couple of years now. So there's that. The losing sessions are, you know, not getting me professionally as a poker player to uh, career advancement. The setbacks always like empower haters and stuff. But I mean, I guess there's like the, the deeper question of do haters really bother you? And if they do, what, why would that be? And I think anytime, anytime a hater would get to you is if you actually uh, question what they're saying as to the possibility of it being the truth. So like if I have a losing session and I'm just like not advancing, then it gives ammo to both like those voices and like my own voices in my head. That's very interesting. We got deep real quick, didn't we? But so what if it's true? So what if uh, I'm not advancing or what? Yeah. So is it more for you or more for your perceived person, out, you know, in the world? Uh, I think it's for me. But would you feel the same way if you didn't make videos? Yeah, I would. I used to get pretty frustrated about uh, like downswings and stuff, losing sessions, never fun. Like when you're working on the video of a losing session, you're sort of s like steeped in this same feeling that you had about the losing session, like mm -hmm. right after it occurred, like throughout the entirety of the, the creation process of that video. But once it's like finished and uh, you're able to like make some positives out of that negative, then it feels like so much better than how that it was feeling along the way. So you wouldn't be one to go to therapy because clearly you're resisting the cathartic <laughs> experience of, right? Because it's almost like you get to review the session, which you probably didn't do in the same depth before. I guess so. So that feels cathartic, no? Or should feel cathartic. It should feel cathartic. Um, I mean, I don't know. There's so much you could say about it. Like part of it, I think, is is my level of care there about um, that process of analyzing my game and like poker hands and stuff. Is that really that interesting to me? Hmm. But then how do you advance if that's not interesting to you? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, <laughs> do you think poker players would be served to go to therapy? I think pretty much everybody would be served to go to therapy, wouldn't they? Yeah, but why haven't we been? I've never been to therapy, have you? I've never been to I've a never therapy been to session in my whole life. I've been to physical therapy once. <laughs> For a tennis injury? Exactly. <laughs> I had uh, tendonitis in my left shoulder. Is that interesting? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good question. What do you think a therapy session would be like? Like for if we if the two of us went or for myself but just personally for your person but that's the thing i don't know if i would need therapy or like life coaching but life coaching in that not cheesy way right like right yeah you want like a proper mentor for the things you're actually doing right that's the thing i've never been able to picture how it would be you mean the therapy or having a mentor the therapy like i don't oh. know what it would be like and i'm just like yeah i don't know i guess like i feel like we're I probably give us too much credit, but I think we're good at uh, like even having this podcast, I think is pretty beneficial and having conversations about things. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think mean, we'd I, be surprised by how much we don't talk about or how 
probably not effectively we deal with things yeah but i don't know yeah i mean i guess it, i'm probably worried that it's a waste of time but i don't i think that's probably not giving it uh, enough of a chance no i don't think it's a waste of time i think well i think i worry that it might be a waste of time and that would be really annoying because <laughs> like what if we go to a therapist and it's the wrong therapist for us, right because you kind of have to find the right one i've heard right but that's the thing you don't know that you have found the one you know, so you have to go through a couple to yeah. find your one, which is also really daunting. So, I guess it's like worth it though, right? Yeah, but what would I talk about? I'm sure you'd find something. Now, if anybody knows some good ways to find a therapist, maybe <laughs> it's something that I will people, explore. People are uh, definitely looking behind the meaning of what you're actually saying right now. And they're thinking, ooh, there's trouble. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I mean, think what you will. I just always am curious about these things. I mean, I w one time I went to the school therapist, but I didn't think it was like really therapy. Yeah. What were you talking about? Like home stuff, school stuff, life stuff? No, I mean, at high school, we had a therapist guidance counselor person. Right. Like every high school has that. Yeah. But when I went to college here, they had like free therapy as part of your tuition. Oh, yeah. And I went one time and it's, I think it's so weird to just sit down and open up to somebody. Were they asking you like lots of questions or was it you just kind of like speaking your mind? Yeah, but the first session, they ask you a lot of questions. Mm. So they ask, why are you here? What do you want to work on? Yeah. How's your family life? That's kind of like too personal. I literally like. Isn't that the point though? It is, but I don't. And that's why I think maybe now would be better because I'm more open. But I thought it was really weird to just be like telling some stranger all this stuff. What did you think it was going to be? I don't know. That's why I was just like, oh, let's go and see. But mm -hmm. I don't count that as like a real therapy session because I didn't like have to research them and find them. They were just there on campus and it was free. So yeah. I don't know. You're like, this can't be good if it's free. Kind of. That's <laughs> probably like a bad thing because it probably was, she was probably really good, but I'll never know. No. Nope. Missed out on my 10 free sessions. 10 free sessions. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd probably be open to it, giving it a whirl. Okay, so if anybody knows how to find a good therapist yeah yeah maybe just give us some tips because i feel like i would want somebody who not thinks like me but sort of has the same general view of the world <laughs> like it'd be awkward going to somebody and you're just like we should be peaceful and they're like no start a fucking war because <laughs> that's right you know what i mean like i think you should find somebody <laughs> on the same yeah that might be frustrating path. but yeah, I think there's like still this sort of uh, uh, stigma or something. I don't know if that's the right word. but Right, like, like there's something terribly wrong with you. Yeah. Like in my family, you've got a problem, you go to Jesus, okay? You just go and you say your prayers <laughs> and Jesus will guide you to the right whatever outcome. So I never thought you needed to talk to somebody because uh -huh. you got Jesus on your side. So you yeah. know what I mean? Andrew quit church when he was three, so he doesn't know anything about <laughs> no, I wasn't Jesus. Three. I was con I was confirmed, <laughs> thank you very much. Although I wasn't going regularly <laughs> for some time prior to that, but I was confirmed. What does that mean? That you're like 
going to heaven. It means studied Jesus and potentially thought about him enough to maybe believe in him so in some fashion. Confirmed. So, but what does that get you in this life? <laughs> yeah, probably like go to heaven. Extra points when it comes down to <laughs> decision time. <laughs> the decision time of death. Yeah, and and what happens after? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It also means uh, you get a party, and I think like a little bit of money, <laughs> some gifts and stuff. Yeah. Like good job. Good job. You're a good kid. Have some money. You sit in the in like the good kid section. No, I mean like there's you have like a confirmation party like at your house. Oh, you do. Like a graduation party. Really. I think so. It wasn't as big as the grad, high school graduation party. Or a bed mitzvah or a bar mitzvah. Right. It's like almost bribing your kids to believe. Yeah, or bribing them to like be a good kid. I mean, I guess there's some sort of bribery in any good behavior, right? right. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Then what do you do when you're an adult? You're trying to bribe God? Wait, you know wait, what wait. I mean? Because if your parents bribed you to, or you bribe other people, it's almost like... Yeah, well, you got to do your part and spread the word to your kids. Spread the word of God? Yeah. As a parent. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, I do. I mean, I do think that kids should have some sort of moral compass. Outside of just being a good person? Because especially when you're so young, I think there has to be something that you... Are afraid of? No, not that type of God. Okay. But like something that you feel safe and grounded by. Yes, you can evolve in your thinking when, as you grow. But I think it's very important to know that there's something bigger than yourself. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Helpful. It could be depressing if you don't think so, especially in like small town America. If you don't think what? That there's something more to this. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, besides that, like I think so, because there'll be times that you're by yourself right and being able to it's almost like getting in touch with your insights i hope i didn't just insult all of small town america yeah you probably did <laughs> you did yeah i read something that though about that that if you are in a small town you might not be ready for like massive like the craziness so you might be like a new soul that needs to work its way into the world <laughs> oh, yeah? first like you were placed there yeah yeah, yeah. so okay. like people who are in cities are like maybe a little bit more of an older soul yeah but so, that's that's so like elitist sounding why because you're saying that like people in cities know better and are more like worldly and like no no not like that at all yeah Meaning, that's what it sounds like no but that's not what it's supposed to mean at all <laughs> what it means is like if you believe in reincarnation, right? Yeah. And so if you on f lifetime number five, you've just had a lot more experience. So <laughs> when you come back to life number six, then you're like in a city where yeah, you're I get ready. What you're, I get what you're saying, but... I don't... Yeah, I mean, I thought that was so sweet to think of. Like I was like, oh, yeah. that, but it makes sense because then you sort of feel yourself into the world. And that's why some people move, right? From their small city, small towns to the big city because their evolution has allowed them to be ready for that. Yeah, but this is, uh, you're walking down a very dangerous path. Dangerous path of what? 
Because this is like so much of the basis of like uh, political splits and divides and stuff. And middle America, the homeland or whatever people call it versus like the coastal elites. Um, But not everybody who's in a city is thriving. So some people should not be there. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, obviously. It's never, never that simple. But the way you're framing it is like you've been enlightened and now you're ready no, but it's got nothing to do with enlightenment. So the idea is that you agree to this incarnation to learn specific lessons. So then you're placed in the place where you will learn the lessons, right? And if you think of whatever, your God, higher power, source, as a loving being, it wouldn't give you something that you can't handle. So if your lesson is like, I need not to be, I need to be more assertive, then you get lessons in that. But if your lesson is like leading a group of people to do something, then you would be placed in that situation where you can be that and you will thrive there. And that's what your soul evolution is looking for. So this is um, a little bit off topic but it's all part of things that make up ourselves or myself i'll speak for myself what do you mean it's the things that make up yourself like thinking of all these ways of being and Mm -hmm. incarnation and your relationship to life yeah i guess so what is your relationship to life (laughs) that's a broad question but you do think that there's something bigger than yourself I think I haven't changed in the manner of thought where it's like there could be something, there might not be something. I'm not in a position to to know. So I'm just kind of going along, being a good person along the way because it feels good to be a good person anyway. How do you know you're being a good person? By not hurting other people and (laughs) being nice to you (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, our conversation's really deep. But yeah. if you want to hear more about this, just write to us and tell us. Write to us on the podcast and say, you. yes, we want to hear about more life, world, spirit conversations. <laughs> I can talk to you about that all day. Okay. I can see that. I can tell. You really like that stuff. You just have no problem uh, saying things about it. <laughs> like why? You don't have to like stop and think. It's like already something that's formulated in your mind. Lots of things. Yeah, but it's through like study and reflection. And sometimes I change my mind about things because you have a new experience. You just made a face right now that reminded me of uh, Elon Musk smoking weed on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What type of face is that? The one where they made a meme out of it. Oh, I hadn't seen that. (laughs) It's probably why we don't record these podcasts. People see my funny faces. Um, we should be doing that. That was a great podcast, by the way. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. What did you think? Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I like how it's like long form, those that Joe Rogan podcast. So there's just so much time to uh, just meander and not rush through anything, any ideas. There were some parts where it was like just kind of silly. Like Joe Rogan didn't want to get too deep on some conversations it seemed like but then later on when he seemed like he was running out of time he really started like pushing him to sort of talk about himself and analyze himself it seemed like do you think we should uh 
smoke weed on this podcast and record an episode? Mm, not necessarily, but we could try yeah. and see what we come up with. Maybe it will see the light of day, maybe not. Personally, I think it'd be great. Yeah, you would let down your inhibitions? Mm, no, I don't think I have inhibitions. I just think uh, it would just be a lot more... Add a new dimension. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay, well... It would go off in a yeah different direction. Should we record that so people can watch? Not the weed smoking part, but like facial expressions and stuff? Uh, no, I just like the audio. I think we'll that be one, laughing. I think, I think I'd be too self-conscious with the video for that. You don't want to get all paranoid and whatnot. <laughs> Shall we check out some listener feedback? Yeah. My friend Melissa wrote to us from South Africa, and she said... What's up, Melissa? Uh, we're in a relationship for only a year, but we don't argue. It doesn't mean that we don't have important, sometimes edgy discussions, but we can navigate our way through them because we know the other will hear us. So we don't have to become emotional about our views. And this is in response to last week's podcast about whether we should fight more. Mm -hmm. So I think that is important. I think that people raise their voices when they're not being heard right when they feel like they're not being seen or heard you know what i mean for the most part it's usually like a, you feel neglected so you have to do something out of the ordinary yep and i think sometimes that you can coast in a relationship and not be fully conscious so the argument would be almost like a reset uh, i think if the argument is constructive and you're not saying mean stuff just to hurt the other person like, I don't think I call you names whenever we argue. <laughs> no. You know, so the intention is not to just, like, hurt your feelings. The intention is to get something across or, like, interrupt your mm -hmm. pattern or interrupt our non-conscious pattern yeah. that we've been in. It's always, like, nice and fun the first year, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fun. Not for everybody. Some people have very tumultuous relationships. Mm, I guess so. Do you think you should just quit if your relationship is very tumultuous in the first year? Or yeah. like first? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you're just very passionate people? It sounds like it's going to be a wild ride. So if it's just crazy at the beginning, you should yeah. just like call it a day? I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless like i don't know yeah probably yeah I was, <laughs> I was gonna say unless you're young but then yeah that's you're probably too young anyway but what if it's the one? Oh, you don't believe in the one huh mm, oh, i mean like as in in terms of fate right y yeah if it's what? the one it'll be the one anyway right so you should call it quits <laughs> if it's so. <laughs> too tumultuous in the first year well i mean there's probably some things that you could learn from each other but if it's tumultuous, it's it's not a very good learning environment, you know? It doesn't sound like productive conversation. It's all supposed to be fun and uh, sweet and exciting and good times at the beginning, isn't it? I mean, it's, I think it's still all those things now, but uh, if it's not out right off the bat... Then probably not. Good. Who knows? I mean, I don't know if there's any one ideal blueprint for these things. So many people and so many personality types. Yeah, so you might be wrong about... Oh, yeah, I could definitely be wrong about Melissa's relationship. 
<laughs> I mean about fighting in the, you know, like yeah. being, no, having arguments. I, I know Melissa and Jake and uh, they're awesome. They're, they seem like a great match. So uh, they also seem like they're similar um, in terms of being able to communicate well, which is probably beneficial that they're not American because it seems like people from other countries do better than that. <laughs> no, I think you're being too hard on Americans. Maybe it's just me. But uh, I think it's just human problems, yeah, human sure. challenges, and they're the same everywhere. Especially males, I think. I think males generally are not very good. Well, I don't think this is news or surprising or whatever, but I don't think males have generally been taught over the decades to uh, express themselves and their feelings and those sorts of things. But I think uh, Jake is good at that. Shout out to Jake. You should come and teach a class on this podcast. So expressing yourself. Anyway, you have more listener feedback? Yes. Uh, we also got an email from Craig. And Craig says, listening to the podcast and Andrew says that some people politely said they would prefer only poker in his blogs. I disagree. This is true life, at least for someone that has balance between work and life experiences. This is what a vlog is for so many in the YouTube community. Cheers to Andrew for doing his thing and doing it brilliantly. I love the creativity. I love being taken into the world, into his world or Casey Neistat's world, for example. It shows that there is so much more to all our lives. Aww. On a second note, I hope you don't fight more often. I like how the two of you communicate. My girlfriend and I had some arguments during the early stages of our relationship, but I refrained more from yelling and the blame game. We are together for less than a year and we're already working already work on discussing matters rather than jumping into an argument. It's better to express our feelings in an adult manner, listen and learn. Andrew is right in how men for the most part hold in our feelings, something I need to work on as well. Maybe something the two of you can discuss in a future podcast. What a lovely message. Thanks, Craig. Yes. Thanks, Craig. See, Craig and he's girlfriend were fighting earlier on having mm. arguments and now they're working on it so that's cool you were wrong again what was i you said that if you're having arguments in the beginning you should just like call it quits <laughs> <laughs> sorry craig <laughs> glad you didn't listen to andrew yeah, don't listen to me keep, yeah, up, the, keep up the good work <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think uh somebody's once said on the interwebs that everything is figure outable mm -hmm. so you know, obviously there has to be more to the person that you like than just like wanting to be with somebody. And it's clearly wrong because like that would work. But if it's a relationship that you can see working, mm -hmm. maybe, and there's just like things you need to work on. then Yeah. I just think that so much of it is like introspection rather than looking at the other person. And oh, yes. Saying, saying what they're doing that's bugging you, you know? Always. Always. Every time I'm upset at Andrew, it is because my feelings, my sense of security, my judgments are being challenged. So, so you trigger those things for me to look at, mm -hmm. right? So yes, it might be your action, but I always have a choice on how I react. And so I see it all the time. Every time I'm upset with you, it is because something inside of me has been stirred. Sounds sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Not like hot feelings like that, sorry. No. Just okay. like 
anger, maybe. Sorry, Sorry I went there. <laughs> uh, anything to say? Do you blame yourself or? Well, no, I think it's all, it always comes back to like either some sort of need that of mine that is, uh, that I think is important. It's being challenged or not met or it's, or like your own insecurities about things. But that's good because that means that your partner is helping you grow, but you have to be open to that because it's very easy for me to just blame you and say, Andrew doesn't provide my needs. But I feel like you should be, without you, I should be like perfectly whole and not mm -hmm. be in want of anything. And your love should be like a bonus, not my lifeblood, my lifeline. Is that the goal or do you think that's uh, not the way it should be? I think that's the goal. Like as, yeah. as we evolve as a human species, like we but come into these relationships so that they can expose and bring to the surface like the insecurities. And sometimes that's why some relationships are short because you're just supposed to see that and there'll be no longer term benefit to being with that person. And some relationships like romantic relationships or relationships with family, they're just supposed to like bring up all your stuff. Really? Yeah. Mm, interesting. This is what we I should, uh, think. We should be filming this so people can see all your hand, hand <laughs> gestures. All your, what do you call it? Gesticulations? I don't think that's right. No? Is that not the right word? Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Gesticulations. That's what's up. And so, yeah, thanks for bringing up all my insecurities. Got a long way to go still. <laughs> yeah, but what do you think when we have a fight? Um, that I'm, I think it's some combination of like you, I don't know if it's the right word, but like having some sort of a need or desire that I'm ignoring mixed with like me focusing too much on my own self and not, uh, well, just not like being present enough, I think hmm. too selfish, maybe. So you introspect when you have an argument. Yeah. Wasn't very certain. Yeah. yeah. Sure, why not? That sounds good. <laughs> Thank you so much for your feedback, Craig and Millie. We have one more. Okay. We got an email from Isaac, and the title is Great Podcast. I really love the feedback, in case you don't know. I really do. Hi, Andrew and Boosie. Love the podcast and the blog. I am a 48-year-old and stuck in a shitty job that does not pay well. I've been playing poker on and off since my teens, but just the last few years, I've been getting serious about playing and winning. I've realized that I can't do the crappy 9-to-5 jobs anymore, so I've been studying, watching, listening to anything poker to help me get better. I've also been painting pictures and whatnot and getting ready to start my own little podcast called Where Lightning Strikes. You have helped inspire me to do something different with my life. Could I get a plug in for my shop on Etsy? The shop is called Studio Supercharge. Isaac, you should have told us what Studio Supercharge does and what Where Lightning Strikes is going to be about. Now I'm very curious. Well, I really like his, uh, his naming. I like both of these uh, titles. Yeah, he's very good with the titles. Studio Supercharge. Sounds dope on Etsy. I don't know. You're just going to have to go find it. Painting it sounds like, pictures, probably. Yeah, it sounds like some paintings, some artwork. 
Sounds cool. Sweet. So, guys, check out Studio Supercharge by Isaac. On Etsy. I guess this is all we have time for. Yeah. Do you have any last words for the listeners of the podcast? Um, check out my new vlog. It's on YouTube. This is not the place to plug your vlog. Check out the merch. <laughs> Favorableapparel.com. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, sharing it with your friends and subscribing. I hope you enjoy this one. A <laughs> little bit nervous. Why? Jesus loves you. <laughs> <laughs> You're nervous what Jesus is going to say? Yeah, nervous what Jesus is going to say. Yeah, you don't want to lose any points. Well, I didn't get money for being confirmed, so I think I still got some points. Yeah, you probably got a lot more than I did. <laughs> All right, we will talk to you next week. Yeah, see you then. Bye for now. Bye.